0: So, I wanted to share a short thought on yesterday's Chumash. There's a curious Rashi in yesterday's Chumash. The Rashi says, I'm just finding it now, give me a second. Rashi talks about Katabala Aretz. You're coming to the land, the Lord your God is giving you. The English translation here for that verse is, you must not learn to do the abominable practices of those nations. Don't learn, to do the abominable acts of those nations. Rashi jumps in here because it's kind of weird wording. Do not learn to do. And Rashi says, Aval But you can learn lahavin to understand it and to give instructions. This is the rest of Rashi. Claimer that is to say, To be able to have a good understanding. Of the acts and the behaviors and the conducts of the nations of Canaan, how disgusting is the way they behave, how depraved is the way they behave, and therefore, to be able to instruct your children, do not do this and this. It's very goyim behave. Don't do such a thing, because this is what goyim do. We're Jews, we don't act this way. So you have to contrast that with a verse in last week's parsha, right? Because in last week's parasha it said, <speaking in Hebrew> that's the king got money, right? So the litator says, don't do that. Don't walk around saying, let me learn what they're doing. So what really is the difference between There where it says, do not learn the ways of the world, of the nations of the world. Here it says, you can learn the nations of the world in order to be able to teach your kids what not to do. Last week he said, don't learn at all. Anybody? How do you understand this Rashi contrasting with last week's parsha? So are you the of the two doctors? No doctors here, nope, no, nope. this is uh, other place in Taita. you have an answer for this Levy? The I think of? Is a of the a it turns out everything hinges on the parental attitude, how you present goyishkeit to your kids. The two doctors, one says, you mean that one doctor says don't do this, the other one says don't do this, so you don't die like so-and-so died? Yeah. Is that the muscle you're talking about? Yeah. That's a good thought, but that's not the direction I'm going here now. It all hinges on the attitude. Parents have the power See, some parents today take the attitude, don't learn anything about the goyim. Anything that has anything to do with the goyim, don't learn anything about them. We don't want to know from the goyim, we don't want to hear from the goyim, we don't know who the goyim are, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. So We don't know anything about the goyish world. And I'm not even saying that's a wrong approach. It's an approach to the way we bring up our kids. It's an approach to the way we bring up our kids. But that's what leaves people with out. No, chas v'shalem. No, many people stay very, very firm that way because they understand anything that's welt they reject. Nothing wrong with that. It doesn't work for everybody, that you're correct. What is Rashi telling us here? You know what Rashi's telling us here? That if a parent says, here's the ways of the goyim, oh, it's very gishmak, oh, okay, we don't do that, we're Jews. If that's the attitude that the parent conveys to his child, then the child will always have a strong attraction to goishkeit. But if instead the parent tells the child, you are a Yid, and one of the ways I'm teaching you what it means to be a Yid is to show you the abominable, that's the word we use, yes abominable, it's right here in the Chumash, so I can't get in trouble if it has any reference to a politician that once walked the face of the earth, This has nothing to do with me, don't blame me for this, okay? The one of the ways I'm teaching you what it means to be a Yid is to point out to you the absolutely abominable behavior of the Goyim. firt a This is the way a Goyim lives. And if you'll grant me an extra two minutes, I'll tell you a beautiful story of the two bro- brothers, sons of Dereba Rebbe Maharash, the Raza and the Rebbe Rashab, and they were arguing over the differences between a yid and a outside I'll say it quickly. I do mean, the difference between what's the difference between yid and a Two little kids, but they're the sons of the Rebbe Marash. So the debate is a very vociferous debate over f- deep philosophical concepts. Right? That's what they're arguing over. Finally, they couldn't resolve it, so they decided to go to their father, to the Rebbe Marash. So they go to Rebbe Marash. and say, to Rebbe Marash says, what are my two boys doing here? About well, middle of the day? We're in the middle of an argument. We wanted to, your opinion. So the Rebbe Manash said, what's the topic? Is there was an And the Raza said this, and the Rebbe Rashab rejected it. And the Raza made another argument, and the Rebbe Hashab rejected it. And the Rebbe Manash was listening back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, they finished their arguments. The Rebbe Manash very impressed by his two sons. And they said, okay, how do we resolve this? So the Rebbe Manash says, go call Ivan. Every story I ever learned as a kid of Russia, the guy's name was Ivan. I don't know why. And then my father-in-law, 1988, goes to Russia for the first time. He's assigned the KGB high-ranking operative as his tour guide. And the guy's name, for real, is Ivan Ivanovich. When he told me that's the guy's name, I was like, what? What are you crazy? Was this guy straight out of a storybook? It can't be his name. My father said, yeah, his name is Ivan Ivanovich. Goi, goi. To me, that's what that name meant. Goi, goi. Anyway, so the Rebbe says, call in Ivan. Calls in Ivan. And the Rebbe Ivan spoke Yiddish because he was the janitor in the Rebbe Manash's house and in the shul. He spoke Yiddish perfectly. And he knew being called in the Rebbe was a big deal. So he was shaking. The Rebbe Manash says, what? He says, Rebbe Vos, what did I do? So the Rebbe Manash says, no, don't worry, don't, don't be upset. <laughs> Ivan, to so I said, did you eat today? The says, he says, yes, of course I ate. I will do it quickly," he says. "Did you eat well?" du to gegessen? and Ivan said, "I've had good. Of course, I ate well." And the Rebbe says to him for "As why do you eat?" He said, have You eat so you can have koyach, power. power, strength." The Rebbe says, Why do you need strength?" He said, "You need to You need to be able to work." And why do you need to work? To have m'gelt. I need money. So, Ramash says to him, Why do you need money? Why do you need money? So he smiles, but you want to know I need money? You need money, so he said at the end of a hard day's work you can go to the pub and drink it up with the boys. That's what he tells the Ramanash. The Ramash says, Okay, Ivan, you can leave. Okay? And then the Ramash sends for his masharis, his personal attendant, who is a simple yid, not a deep mystical chassid. Deliberately, the Ramanash calls in the Masharis. And he says to the Meshachar is, has to get you eat today? He says, yes. Has to get you eat well? The mashar says, Rebbe, what do you call eat well? I eat, I eat. Ready a difference. The Manash says, why do, why do you eat? He says, you eat to have strength. Why do you need strength? Strength, you need to work. Why do you need to work? You work, you to have money. So the Manash says to him, why do you need money? He says, Rebbe, money you need in order to be able to provide parnasa for my wife and my kids. So Ken and Shul Zagan Tilim. And then he went, ah. Oh, I want to be able to go to Shul and sit amongst the simple folk and recite Tilim, recite Psalms. And he ended it with, ah, my Tilim is not what it needs to be. I wish my Tilim was better. Rash says he could leave. He turns to his two boys, and he says, there you go. You know, know the difference? There's your difference. So if you're teaching them what the goy is, and the nations of the world, but the parent's attitude is, these are abominable nations. That's the frame of reference, then it's perfect. You have to teach the kids this, and they should stay away from it. That's a good way to teach. But if you, so here's the, the point is, if you're a parent, don't put it on your kids. If the kids aren't getting the message, it's you, not the kids.